Good morning. This is Send 7, World News in 7 Minutes. I'm Namitha Raghunath and today is Tuesday, the 20th of October, 2020. Starting in Europe today, in Turkish-controlled northern Cyprus, right-wing nationalist Ersin Tatar has won the presidential election. Tatar, who is pro-Turkey and wants the divided island to be separate states, received nearly 52% of the vote in a surprise victory. We are the voice of Turkish Cypriots. We deserve independence. We are fighters. We are fighting to exist within the Turkish Republic of Northern Cyprus. Cyprus has been divided since 1974, when Turkey invaded the north after a military attack backed by Greece. In France, police have raided the homes of suspected Islamic radicals following the beheading of a teacher. Some of those being questioned are believed to have posted messages of support for the killer of Samuel Paty. Patti was killed by a jihadist terrorist after discussing images of the Prophet Muhammad with his class. The government said it is also looking into around 50 French Muslim associations. In the Netherlands, the government said yesterday it will offer money to the children of Indonesians who were killed by Dutch soldiers during the Indonesian War of Independence. This announcement follows a court ruling made earlier this year that ordered the state to pay the widows and children of 11 men killed in Indonesia. The Dutch government apologised in 2013 for the killings carried out by its colonial army, but had consistently refused to pay damages to their children. The Americas In Bolivia, a quick count suggests socialist candidate Luis Arce of the Mass Party is set to win the presidential election in the first round. The second-placed candidate, Carlos Mesa, has accepted defeat and said Mr Arce's 20% point lead in the quick count was undeniable. Mr Arce says he will form a government of national unity. In the United States, more than 50 politicians have called for Egyptian President Abdel Fattah el-Sisi to release activists, journalists, lawyers and prisoners of conscience. A prisoner of conscience is anyone imprisoned because of their race, sexual orientation, religion or political views. The letter published yesterday asked el-Sisi to release those wrongfully imprisoned for exercising their human rights. More than 60 journalists are in jail in Egypt, with Egypt being ranked among the world's worst jailers for journalists. Asia In Pakistan, opposition political leader Mohammad Safdar has been released on bail hours after being arrested by authorities yesterday. Safdar was arrested on charges related to a speech he made ahead of a major anti-government rally on Sunday. His wife confirmed at a news conference that Safdar had been released on bail. 
In Thailand, authorities have ordered internet providers to block the Telegram messaging app, which has been used by anti-government protesters. Police also threatened to shut four news outlets for not following orders set last week to end the protests. Pro-democracy activists have held months of protests calling for the Prime Minister to step down and changes on the powers of the royal family. Africa In Nigeria, authorities have set a 24-hour curfew following what was described as vandalism and attacks by NSARS protesters. The curfew began yesterday at 4pm and will be in place until further notice. Huge protests against police continued yesterday with several reports of riots breaking out in different locations, including a breakout at a prison. Ahmed Lawan, Senate President of the National Assembly, said it is crucial the protests come to an end. For the leadership of this country, and uh, as a National Assembly, we believe that we have a very critical and crucial role to play in ensuring that uh, the current situation of protests across the country uh, is brought to an end. It is also very critical at this point to mention this. Since the protests uh, have taken place and the issues have been accepted, the time has come for the protests to stop. Yesterday in Ethiopia, schools reopened after closing for more than seven months because of the coronavirus pandemic. The schools will reopen in stages with students in rural areas returning to classes first. Schools were closed down after Ethiopia reported its first case of coronavirus in March. Ethiopia is aiming to reopen all primary and secondary schools by mid-November. And finally, an engineering company has created what they call an extremely realistic robotic dolphin in the hopes that it will replace the real-life dolphins in marine parks. The company hopes to change marine parks for years to come by providing an alternative to live animals being born, trained and held in captivity. And that's your world news in 7 minutes. You can read the transcript of today's episode or listen to past episodes at send7.org. Thank you for listening to Send 7. I'm Namitha Raghunath and tomorrow you will be with Stephen Devincenzi. Have a great day.